Hey everyone, welcome to the Restoring Rapport podcast. My name is Seth Hensley and this is a podcast about reclaiming the place of priority relationship is providentially intended to hold in your life. You know, we live in a world where community is far too often pushed to the back burner in favor of less important things, but the good news is that it doesn't have to stay this way. As believers, we have the choice to prioritize connection in our life every day and to live face to face with God and people. In this show, I'll be number one, sharing research which supports the importance of relationship, number two, giving you tools to help you improve your interpersonal connections, and number three, sharing writings that I have done in the past on the importance of community. It is my sincere hope that the content presented in this podcast equips you to better serve and love others. To access my past and future articles, subscribe to my YouTube channel or purchase a copy of my books, visit homeschoolerponderings.blogspot.com. Hello, everyone. Today, we have a really special episode on the Restoring Rapport podcast. I interview my mentors on the subject of marriage. They have one of the best marriages that I've ever seen, and I know you're going to find their responses helpful. So without further ado, enjoy. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Restoring Rapport podcast. Super excited to be with you guys today. This is episode number six, and today we're going to be doing an interview, the first interview that I've ever done on this show. Um, I've interviewed for school but I've never actually done an interview for myself or for a project that I'm doing. So really excited to do this today. And today I'm going to be talking to uh, Mr. Bill Lester and Miss Amy Lester. Um, they're some really good friends of ours. I think we've known each other for about 14 years. How long has that been? At yeah. least 13, 14 okay. years. That's what I was thinking. And then, uh, so we started doing a home church together about six years ago. Mm-hmm. Is that That's right? right. That's okay. Six years. And then we started mentoring about two, one and a half, mm-hmm. I'm thinking. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's basically the history of how we've known the Lessers. The Hensley family joined a PE group in West Virginia um, about about 14 years ago, and they were there. And since then, we've done camping together. We've traveled across the U.S. We've just about everything. <laughs> we just got back from Michigan. Um, let's see. It was two years two, ago. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we went on a little Kentucky adventure this year, yes, which was super yes, fun. Great time. We've shared a lot. Yeah. And then, so how long have you guys been married? And then um, what are some basic facts about how would you would describe your marriage? Just really quickly, and I'll ask you both. Mr. Bill, you can go first. Okay. Um, well, we've been married uh, 25 years. It'll be 26 years okay. uh, this coming January. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. And would you, what, how old were you guys when you, about how old were you guys when you got married? I was 22. Okay. So, yeah. we, and you, had, had you guys just gotten out of college or? I had one year of college left when okay. we got married. Yeah, okay. I was 22. And, um, yeah, I was already out of college and I was 23 going on 24. Okay. So we were basically, we were basically about two, two, little over two years apart in age. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I had known that about you guys, but I wanted to ask you that, guys that again because this is today we're doing an episode. Yeah. So, um, and we'll, I'll go ahead and start. If you guys are ready, I'll go ahead and ask. Start asking you the prompts and the questions that I have for today. And the first uh, question number one is just how would you describe yourselves as a couple? Um, what? How would you describe your your marriage? If you could just give one or two words on that, what would you use to describe your marriage? I would use the words passionate and fun. Oh, those are great words. I have something a little cheesy, but it, it applies. 
That's okay. I that's... think that we are writing a love story. Oh, that's awesome. I really do. I think more people should look at their yeah, marriage like I that. Do. <laughs> yeah, 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 I like that too. That's really good. Um, and you know what? The second question I have for you guys today is: um, What's one way that you guys? And and all the time that I've known you, the difference, um, the, one of the reasons that I went to you guys for a mentoring thing and asked you to um, answer a lot of questions that I had is because I saw that you really protected your one-on-one time together. Um, and a lot of times I don't think, um, you know, people have healthy marriages a lot, but I don't know that they do that to a healthy level all the time. You know, I think their time's demanded by other things and they let it be so they let other things take away from their marriage time so what's one way that you guys have have um chosen to protect that from from demands of the world or demands of your your schedules and that kind of thing well i think that we learned very early on Mm -hmm. that that time of day when you first get home from work when you first become reunited as a couple for that day that that is the most important time of the day Mm, and i've heard other people talk about that too Mm -hmm. but it really is true and i think that really it's been uh, a blessing from god that we instinctually understood that and naturally started to protect that Mm -hmm. especially after the kids didn't need us. Uh, they needed us in a different way. Okay. In the in the you've got the pre-kid years, mm-hmm. which you're still kind of honeymooning and going through that phase. Mm-hmm. But then this phase, after the kids are past, because we only had two children, so after four or six years. You don't have to do as much for them anymore. Mm, yeah. And that's when we really started protecting that time again. Okay. Yeah. So that would have been, so I, I would have known you guys before that period, right? Because when me when, when uh, we met, Joy was like, uh, were, were we in our you 10, 12? I um, think you were younger than that. We were younger than that? Was, yeah, oh, you're right. Seven, that, yeah, we have been. Seven, so yeah. that was before. Okay, wow. Yeah. And I was going to say, uh, we chose the time that he gets right home from work. Because we're both still fresh. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you wait until, you know, everybody's in the bed and it's all quiet and yeah. you're ready to sit down and have a good conversation, it's not going to happen. Somebody's sleeping. Right. Somebody has something to finish for work. You're thinking about the next day already. Right. So that's, that's time right when you get home is, is our time. Right. I remember listening to a, uh, there was a time when I listened to the Focus on the Family program mm-hmm. um, pretty regularly. <laughs> And I feel like they're more geared toward uh, parents with young children. They are. Yeah, I agree. And But anyway, one of the things that one of their guests said one day, and it really stuck with me, is they said that first 20 minutes that you become reunited as a couple in the afternoon, mm-hmm. typically for yeah. if you work a regular eight to yeah. four job, is the most important time as a couple in the wow. day. And that really stuck with me. So wow. we've been able to... To really protect that. Yeah. And, and you know, like I said, there's been, we've had the blessing of we haven't had something come into our life that has taken that away from us like a sick parent yeah. or a sick child or anything yeah. like that. So, Because that would be more complicated than if your exactly, job, yeah, because yes. then your priorities are still, right. yeah. But if everything's normal for the average person coming home from work, 
that's what we've been able to protect. Mm-hmm. That's really good. I love that. You, I love that that time that the the most um, the critical time period for that you guys choose to spend that together. Right when right. you get home from work, that's awesome. And um, I I know that the way you guys I've talked to you about. Uh, to you guys about this in the past and I know that you guys have a daily coffee time mm-hmm. did you get, is that when you do this this yes. okay okay so did, how did that exactly start and why did you choose that particular activity as your as your bonding time I think it kind of happened well everybody uses the word organic nowadays mm-hmm. so we'll just go ahead and use that for this conversation <laughs> yeah. but uh, um, I think that by the time we were approaching 30 and had little children mm-hmm. and was maybe a little low on sleep, mm-hmm. we discovered the wonderful creation that God made. Coffee. Coffee. Black coffee. <laughs> like so strong coffee. Pick me up in the middle of the day. And yeah. So it, it just worked out. It evolved to where mm-hmm. she has coffee ready when I get home from work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, we sat down and... And I send him text messages all day like, That's hey, awesome. four hours to coffee, three hours to coffee. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. So it, it really is a daily, it's almost like a daily vacation. Or a daily so date. We have or a, a date. daily date. A daily yes. date. That's yeah. awesome. A date see, at home. a lot of times I see couples and they'll have a weekly date. But right. that's really cool that you guys have yes. done a daily. I think that's really, I think I hear some of my favorite authors talking about the weekly rhythm as the thing to get the most done. But when I think, when it comes to your marriage, man, I think the daily rhythm is, I love that. I, I think the daily is important. Um, you know, and Mr. Bill brought up the Focus on the Family podcast a second ago, and that reminded me, um, I listened to the, I was list, I listened to their show now, and just the other day, they talked about um, the importance of a couple having side-to-side time, and what that means is them doing something together, so them having a shared activity or something. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you guys have ever done in your marriage, or doing now, or... What would you say has been the most, um, like the shared project that you guys have done together? If you had to pick one, mm. well, one or two, or I would say that we were our coffee time is def would definitely be our strength. Yeah. We may not have as much um, ability to have the same vision on projects, like mm-hmm. maybe a lot of married couples, yeah. Um, but anyway, I would say well, as that... Well, far as like a shared activity, we both love to hike. We yeah. both love to be outside. Yeah. So anything that involves that, yeah. we, we share that too. Um, yeah, house projects we work together on, but... Yeah, it's not I've seen focus. those before. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I've got you. And I know you guys, um, Mr. Bill and Miss Amy have never... Um, well, they, they did growing up, but they, as a family, when they made their own family, they chose not to be part of an institutional church. Mm-hmm. So you guys chose to do home church instead of that. Would you say that that was kind of a, a mutual, um, kind of something that you could do together that was different, maybe, yes. That, yes. that really yes. helped strengthen your... Yeah. And sure. you guys also homeschool, right? right? Right. So those were two major things that were equally bonding mm-hmm. when you don't, when you agree on how you're going to educate your children Mm -hmm. and you agree on how you're going to do your spiritual walk with the Lord. Mm -hmm. Those are both big ones that if you can agree on as a couple, those are very bonding in themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's really good. And we are blessed to have both agreed on that. Yes. I can imagine there being some hardship if there wasn't that, like that mutual 
Because oh. those are those are pretty fundamental issues, the, like the, how are, you're gonna. Those are foundations. Yeah, that's for sure. I was gonna say. So yes. that's really cool. And I don't know any other. Um, Mr. Bill and Miss Amy are the only other um, parents that I know who who started that. Um, now we have um, you know four or five families doing it together, and we meet in homes you know biweekly. But before Mr. Bill and Miss Amy, none of us had even heard of that. So they kind of led the charge on that, and I so I was always just really impressed that they had chosen to do that. You know. You know, they got married, had kids, and decided, oh, we're going to do things differently than most wow. American families, yeah, when you know? Yeah, you say it like that, I guess yeah. I yeah, cause, it sounds different, but um, it just kind of, it was natural for us. We we realized we were in charge of everything our kids learn about, and spiritual truth, and mm-hmm. everything that goes with that, and we wanted to be in charge of that, too. Yeah. Our daughter, Emma, joke, does joke with us that we are a little countercultural. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't, I guess it was a, it was just a blessing that, um, it's, it's progressed where, yeah. where it has as far as the, the, the success of the homeschool mm-hmm. and this, which is, that's over for us now, but then also the growing with the other families in the, in the home church meetings right. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think that's really cool. That's and that's a legacy. That that's something that goes on for a long time and affects pe- other people, even other than your children. And I I just think that's really cool. Yeah, that's our hope. Yeah, yes. and I can imagine that would be that would be even harder as a young married couple because, like, with 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 younger kids, because like, who do you look to for advice if nobody's been where you're going? You know, so yeah. What what was yeah. that like? Did you have any immediately when you first started? Did you have any? Um, uh, people that you look to for how to how to do house church, or did you just sort of take the reins and oh, decide think, what to do? I think we just blazed our own trail yeah. on that, and, and since we didn't have a model, we just we didn't feel like we had to fit a pattern. We, I think we just prayed and mm-hmm. said, "God, show us how to raise these kids." Yeah, it was yeah, it's it was kind of like homeschooling because instinctually there was just something inside me the spirit which said this is right this 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 is right mm-hmm. this is the right way to educate my children yeah. it is this is also there in the example of the home church there was a feeling of this is right walk down this path and see where it leads you because i would have never been able to predict all of the things that I've learned from yeah. both of those experiences. Yeah. And they really were the home church and the homeschooling are really, they were really woven together. together. Yeah. And it was almost like God showed me homeschooling to bring me closer to him and then showed me wow. home church. Yeah. Even though in there, there was an original idea there, but I would have never been able to predict where it is now compared to six years ago or seven years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, That makes total sense. Yeah. And you know, that makes sense that, you know, the homeschooling, we go hand in hand with the home churching. That just, but for me, I'd seen so many homeschoolers. Like I'd seen at the time, our gym class, our PE group, where we met the, where I met the Lesters, um, we had probably, goodness, 12 families or so. And then like, I saw lots of homeschoolers around me. I had lots of friends, but I had never seen somebody to take that another step and, and church at home, like meet together at home on, on, on a weekday or on a Sunday or any day of the week. Um, so that was just totally new for me. And that was something that really sticks out to me about your all's marriage as opposed to other good marriages. I really, I really like that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what, when, 
kind of piggybacking on the how hard that would have been when you guys were younger to start something like that. Um, what's one piece of advice maybe that you would give just married, newly married people who have um, maybe not uh, done, you know, a lot of counseling or something, but what's one thing that you would say, hey, you would really benefit from this piece of information if they're just newly married? You want me to go? Um, I think, I wish I had known this. Love your spouse's family and make sure to build a relationship with them mm. and do it early on because you're going to be with them hopefully for a lot of years. And I, I didn't really realize that I was so excited to be married. Obviously, you know, I knew he had a family and they're wonderful, but I was all into, you know, what he was doing and him. And mm -hmm. when we got married and his family, we got really close. Yeah. I was a little, Oh, I didn't realize I was going to have to be close to his family. Too. <laughs> but now it's such a blessing to me. And I didn't know that as a young person. Yeah. And these are lifelong relationships. Yeah. So that's yeah. important. I would, I that's would really suggest good. to do that. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a great answer, Amy. Um, the only thing I would add to that is make your own time. Carve out your time mm. um, daily, weekly, and monthly. Yeah, and make your own traditions too. It will save you a lot of disagreement if yeah. you can talk about that in the beginning. Okay, what is Thanksgiving going to be like? Oh, What's yeah. Christmas oh, going to be like? What's Christmas Eve going to be like? But carve out and make, okay, this is our box. Yeah. And even, you know, no matter what the size, but it, this is protected space for these traditions, wow. for these holidays, yeah. and for just daily life. Yeah. I love that. One of my favorite authors talks about that. I know you guys know who he is, but it's the rings of intimacy concept where you don't let things that aren't as valuable penetrate those those inner rings where that time's protected that that belongs to somebody and mm -hmm. it's not i love yes. that so that's why i like your coffee time and your yes. your clear thanksgiving and everything yeah. and miss amy that was really good too about the um being integrated with your spouse's family too because that i think a lot of times today the marriage um i think the kind of the goal is to get away from the the family a little bit you know and i think that was really good what you said of like yeah. being integrated instead i love that integrated family Mm, um, lifestyle. Yeah, I talk about that yes. a lot. Yeah, your a lot children will on benefit, show. Um, and I'm mm -hmm. and I'm I'm looking at being a grandparent. I'm, my, my children aren't married yet, mm -hmm. but that's the next relationship yeah. coming along for us yeah. when our kids are married. So I look back and I value that. Mm -hmm. I think, oh, your kids are going to benefit so much from oh, yeah. that close relationship. That's awesome. And then what's um, kind of continuing with that, what's one thing that you consider kind of critical for any healthy marriage that might not be young, but just something that you think is good for any marriage of whatever age? Like, um, I know a lot of people might say, well, I think it's important to know how to solve uh, problems together, or I know it's how it's important to, um, well, they could say a lot of things, but what would you guys say is good for a, a marriage that's been going on a while? Uh, I think every day I learn to be less self-centered. Is, oh, is that true? Yeah. Do I, am I learning that? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, that would be my goal too. Right. Yeah. See, I, that's awesome. I am. Um, I do struggle with that. Uh, I, you're a good example to me because you are sacrificial in all the things you do for us. And well, thank you. I don't know. I'm just. I learned from you. I learned a lot. But you know, when you were asking that question, Seth, I was really going. Um, in a little bit of a different direction than you, than Amy's answer. Mm -hmm. And I was just thinking of it from a male perspective. 
is I really enjoy still having the playful, um, excited about how my wife looks. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Almost like um, we're still dating in a, in right, a way. Right, not, right. Not in an unnatural way or an immature way. I got way, you, yeah. But excited about just simple things. Yeah. That, um, that you would be excited about your girlfriend. Yeah. You know. Yeah, hearing her voice and yeah. seeing her face, and that yeah, kind I'm of still thing. your girlfriend. Right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So there you I, go. I think that's important too. <laughs> yeah, I love. In fact, I have a. That's one of our last questions. I don't want to skip ahead, but I do want to ask you something kind of along those lines later, because um, I think a lot of people, man, I think it. I, I've heard it called the flame, and I've heard it's called. They, they just like it goes away, and and yeah, I don't want to get into that yet, but I'll ask you that in a minute. Um, what's one way that marriage has helped you? Um, individually so I, i've got two questions here what what's one way marriage has helped you individually so what's how's it helped mr bill and how's it helped miss amy and then how has it helped you as a couple so how would you be better off as a married couple than you would be off as like just a dating couple or a, a cohabiting couple like for a long period of time so the first one is the individually how's it helped you um it has definitely been major in teaching me to not be selfish Mm. Um, I, and I've heard people say this before, um, but you don't know how selfish you are until you get married. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that is so true. But I would say that's what really jumps out at me is just, wow, mm. I've got a lot to work on here. Yes. Uh, along with that, um, it helps me to be able to see something from his perspective. Mm. I'm not good at that, but when you live with someone and you love someone, you want to do that. Mm -hmm. So individually, it helps me see things from his perspective. That's really good. The standing in somebody else's shoes. That's right. I talk a lot about that even in uh, school projects where I'm trying to do a conflict resolution project for a, a, my classroom, my future classroom. They'll say, you know, what's one way you can um, prevent that? And I talk a lot about empathy and standing in somebody else's position. And mm -hmm. I mean, that's hard for a little kid to do. And it's it's hard for adults to do. It is. So I'm just like, yeah, that's a really hard. By the time most of them are grown up, we still haven't. <laughs> we still, yeah. we still. And here we are married 26 years. I'm yeah. still learning oh. to do that. Yes. Still learning to do yes. that. It's hard. It's hard. Um, but yeah. And then what's one way that um, marriage has helped you as opposed to if you would have stayed unmarried and just lived together or that you would have just kept dating for years and years? What's one way that marriage has helped you um, in that respect? Well, I think... Um, Obviously, from the physical standpoint, um, right. it has allowed us to be, you know, in a in a righteous relation relationship, mm -hmm. uh, a moral relationship. Mm -hmm. um, that, um, and then also, I would say, just the ability to be able to walk through life and accomplish the little things and the big things yeah. that you really can't do alone, right? Um, so I think that some people probably maybe believe that mm. when they're younger, but yeah. the truth is you really do need that other person right. for that, that perspective and that gender way of looking at things. Like, yeah. like Amy was saying a minute ago, being able to see things from the other person's perspective mm. is in, and then that's kind of woven in with the learning to not be uh, selfish, you right. know, the unselfishness. Yeah. Um, so those are the, the couple things, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, um, it's taught me 
how to learn how to make decisions with someone else. Oh, because mm-hmm. I'm so independent-minded. Mm-hmm. I I really just think, okay, here's the way it needs to be. But then, no, we need to talk about this and we need to discuss it. And a lot of times, I'm Bill's very gracious and he'll say, okay, we can do it that way. And but it brings me up short, and I think. Well, maybe I should have been the one to think, well, let's do it your way. So it, it's mm. helped me learn to compromise. Yeah, that's awesome. That's another awesome one, compromise. I wish we had more time to talk about just that one. <laughs> <laughs> was it, I can't remember who it was. Was it um, the the man, was his first name Henry? He has the Ashland estate in Lexington. He was the congressman a long oh, time Henry ago. Clay. The Henry Clay. Yes, Henry Clay. He was known as the great compromiser, wasn't he? Oh, because he would do that. He would take two arguments and he would say, okay. Let's come up with a third new option, and we'll. It's got both of your. That's right. That's <laughs> so right. yeah, that's just a really cool. I, I forgot about that until you said it there, but mm-hmm. that's just a really cool. Um, I think skill that we 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 all need to have. That's really cool. Um. Okay. So, uh, my seventh question here is: uh, many people today, and this is when I say when I make a statement before I ask you guys a question, it's just my opinion. So this is my. Many people today consider marriage an antiquated tradition with no value for the modern individual. Some even consider marriage a confinement. How would you respond to this type of thinking? If you heard someone say this, or if you felt like this idea was coming across to young people, how would you respond to it? I think that everyone comes into this this life and they're born into a different experience. My experience where I grew up in the world and at the time I was born and the family that I was blessed to be born into um, completely prepared me for the idea that I would be married. That's awesome. I would be married at a young age. Yeah. That my marriage would be a good marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So other than that perspective, I I really have to get outside of myself to even imagine right, yeah. that type of perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's a healthy perspective to say that marriage is a confinement and to say that it's, you know, an antiquated tradition with no value for people today? Do you think that's a good way of thinking? I don't think it is because, but there again, I'm looking at it from a biblical perspective too. Right. Where God made man and he made woman and they were meant to be together. It's not good that man should be alone. Right. So when I look at it from those, that perspective, I would never end up there. Right. Antiquated, the words antiquated, confined. Mm -hmm. No, it's a, it's a plus. It's a better thing. Yeah, I think, and we're born to desire that connection with another person. Um, And so there are going to be relationships, uh, man, woman relationships. And without marriage, it's a counterfeit. And, yeah. You know, every, do you want something that's not real or something that's, mm. that is real? And, so. mm-hmm. and I think, too, what Amy is talking about there, too, just the fact that there is, most people do have a physical relationship mm-hmm. with someone True. that mm-hmm. is special to them. Yeah. And so that right there really gives us evidence that we are meant to be yes, with somebody. I agree. Yeah. Right. That's really good. Um, You know... Right, right along with what Miss Amy just said there of the it, anything other than marriage, you know, between a man and woman being a counterfeit, being less than, being, you know, something that could be potentially harmful. Right. Um, you know, what, how would you, what do you think makes a marriage a marriage? You know, I've heard it's like the proclamation of, you know, man and wife. I've heard it's, you know, 
um, the consummation of the marriage on the honeymoon or the 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 fact that an ordained minister carried out the ceremony. I've heard all mm-hmm. kinds of things. What would you say is actually the point where two two people become, you know, a married person, a married uh, unit? Oh, I think uh, just living life every day. Mm-hmm. So like the committed makes us part closer the the commitment part. Um, that we value that that that's you know. We knew when we got married that we would be married for life. Mm-hmm. And as a young person, as a 22-year-old, that's a long time. Mm-hmm. But yeah. as a 47-year-old, I I hope, I keep thinking, oh, I'd love to be married 50 years. Yeah. I'd love to be married 60 years. Yeah. And then I think, well, how old would I have to be to be married 70 years? You know, So that's, yeah. that's my goal. So you're you're thinking long-term. I am. It's the long-term, <laughs> the commitment. You're, In other words, you're legally, you know... You're bound together now, and it's kind of, it's for the long haul. That's right. That's what you said. And we both understood that. We are both um, blessed enough to have our parents still be married. Mm -hmm. So our kids have grown up with both sets of grandparents still together. That's awesome. Um, So that's something that we want to build on. Yeah, that's really good. Absolutely. Um, You know, I, the the last question I've um, got here today is, well, one of the last questions I've got here today is, um... When I look around the world um, today, and and many married people today, um, they don't seem to enjoy each other as much as you guys do. And this kind of goes back to what Mr. Bill was saying. Um, that 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 um, that energy is kind of just kind of faded off, or they've described it as the the honeymoon phase being over. You know that kind of thing. Do you think that is a requirement? Do you think that has to happen, or? How would you respond to the idea that the honeymoon phase always ends? How would you respond to the oh, idea? Oh, I'd that... say no. Okay. No, the honeymoon phase does not end. It doesn't for us. I, I mean, I can see how that initial uh, rush of enthusiasm and mm-hmm. the getting to know you part is very exciting. But I think something even more important happens. Um, I, I, I'm excited to be married to you every day. Right. And so. I think that as one, maybe the excitement is a little bit different but it actually can grow on itself mm-hmm. because as the years go by and then you look back and you think about the, the different things that you have accomplished, the things that you, the way that, that you've shared. grown together spiritually mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the way that you've grown in all sorts of ways, those are all victories during your life. So actually being married actually gets more exciting. Wow. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I agree. But it's, but But on the other hand, I don't think that I wouldn't want anyone to listen to this and and it make their marriage feel less than. Right. Yeah. They have their own type of love, their own type of relationship that's mm-hmm. very personal to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't think that it's necessarily a a requirement or a mm-hmm. litmus test to say how excited about are you about being married right. and that is the amount that your marriage is good. Right. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I, that makes I, sense. I agree. Um, I am excited to be married to you every day, but thank you, me we, too. But we don't agree every day, and and right. it's not all perfect every day. Mm. But uh, you know, we work through that, and it always comes back around to, I like you, and that's something we say to each other. You know how you'll say to your your husband or wife, "I love you." Mm-hmm. We say, "I like you." We say, "I love oh, you too." That's awesome. But I'll just look over at him and I'll say, "I like you," mm-hmm. and he'll say that's- the same. I like you, or you're my favorite. Oh yeah, you know? I always say, and, yeah, you're my favorite. And these are things that are important, yeah, because 
we know that you can love someone without liking them. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Because Jesus said to love your neighbor. Right. He didn't say like your neighbor. And your enemy. And your, your fill enemy. in the blank. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you're saying that it's been really good for you guys to say the like. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. I think that's really good too. The like gives both levels. Yeah. I love you because I've, I've made a covenant with you. Mm-hmm. I've told you that I'm going to be married to you and take yeah. care of you the rest of my life. But... Also, I like you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really good. I think that's awesome. Yeah. I think that should be something that, um, I think that leaves a lasting impression. And like mm-hmm. when I I know the times that I've seen that done have been really like I remember them. And I'm not even in that. Like so for the context of I heard a pastor one time present um, the relationship with God and man as God saying I actually like you. I don't just love you. I actually like you as a mm-hmm. because you you know you're genetically you're you're myself you're your offspring you're my um other you know right so i i always found that and that stuck with me so much more than the standard you know god loves you right so i just think that if god's doing it with his marriage with the world that would be really cool to mimic that you know yeah Yeah, that's so cool yeah um do you think that maybe the the 50 percent divorce rate and the fact that a lot of people say or they seem to suggest that the honeymoon phase ends. Do you think that could is? Do you think that sometimes can hinder people in um, wanting to pursue marriage as a valuable option? Do you think that that um, affects people's view? I'm talking about single people. Do you think that affects young single people's view of marriage when they hear, um, you know, well, only half of marriages succeed, or only, you know, most of the marriages the the honeymoon phase ends, and then you're just kind of going through this. Um, monotonous way of living with another person. Do you think that could affect the mind of a young person? I know my opinion on this, but I want adult an adult, you know, perspective. Um, so do I, do we think that young people um, don't get married because there's a fifty percent failure rate? Um, yes, but even do you think it would affect their decision? Like I think it could, especially if they have um, a bad home experience. Mm, Maybe if their parents yeah. didn't stay married. Yeah. And they see that statistic out there and they think, well, you know, why should I bother with that? I'll just live with someone and, and see how that goes. Yeah. yeah, I think that could color their judgment. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. Um, they, there again, it's coming. How do you, what is your perspective of marriage? Mm. For, for me, you know, that statistic has been around a while. I'm pretty sure that 25 years ago it was about the same. Mm, yeah. But there again, we had good models, me and Amy. Growing up. Growing up. Yeah. We're very blessed. Both of our parents are, are both still married. Right. So you guys never went through that. You never right. went through we, that. We right. didn't have to. But I saw it, and um, and I know it's very hard on children yeah. and a family. And yeah. So. Yeah, that was something else I just wanted to throw in there at the end because I wanted... Um, I knew you guys had grown up and seen a good marriage modeled and that, you know, you had that as a background. And I know that's what I had. I know that's not been the case for a lot of people. So I just wanted to throw that that question in there at the end. And um, there is a little bit of, and that is something too that, that we wanted to do because we did have such a good start mm-hmm. in that area. Mm-hmm. We definitely wanted to be able to pass that on mm-hmm. to our children and have them grow up that way too. Mm-hmm. What a tragedy it would have been if we wouldn't have been able to at least give that same experience to our right. children yeah. that we got to have growing up. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's really good. I think that's a that's a great response. Um, th- that's all the questions that I had to ask you guys today. I think we've really done a lot of just really good. One. I I do want to have some. I have some closing questions for you here, but the for the for the actual question part of the interview, I think that's you guys gave some awesome stuff. You guys gave some you. awesome Thank stuff. You. It was really good. I I wish more people would. Um, because I have access to you guys a lot. Yes. Uh-huh. And I know a lot of people don't have that with somebody who really knows what they're doing. And yeah, I just wish that was more common. Um, so hopefully, yeah, hopefully this will get to show people what's possible for them if they find, you know, a mentor in their life, somebody that can um, explain where you're going to be, you know, 30 years from now if you keep going down this road, you know. Yes. I just think that's really cool. Yes, um, we need a mentor too now. That's <laughs> yes. great. I love it. I love it. Um, especially when they're able to, you know, relate to what you're saying and stand in your shoes and that kind of thing. It makes as the person receiving it makes it so much easier. I think so. Hopefully, this will give people a little window into the into the the, the world that is mentoring and encourage them to, you know, find somebody who knows what they're doing, who's willing to share. Yes. And, um, well, like Amy was saying, it's taught us a lot too because we have talked about it. We would like to find mentors oh, yeah. that were maybe are maybe a little farther down the road than we are, mm-hmm. and, and we would enjoy that too. So you've yeah. inspired us. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thank you. I love it. I was inspired by somebody else, and I'm glad it's I'm glad it's chain reacting. <laughs> um, yeah. And you guys today, what would be something that you would? Um, something that you would leave with a listener. You know, you might you might think that um, you might be talking to the younger audience, you might be talking to the older audience, but either one you, 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 you go with, what's something that you would leave the person with today as a, um, relating to the value of marriage and, and what it's done for you guys? I would say marriage is worth it. Um, you do have a give and a take that you learn as time goes. And there's never going to be this magical time in life or age when you've got it all together and you think, okay, now I'm perfect. Mm-hmm. Now I know myself and now I can get married. It's more like you meet the right person and you jump in together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what that's I That's awesome. From a, from a man's perspective, um, I can't imagine anything other than marriage for a man. A man has a strong desire for a physical relationship with yeah. a female most of the time. Right. And the only way that that is going to be, that you're not going to be uh, condemned, um, even, you know, even non-believers are condemned by that. They may not realize what it is, mm. but I believe that they're condemned by that if they're living in that every day. Mm-hmm. So how much more a believer? So for a man, a marriage is, is just a wonderful gift from God to mm-hmm. give you a partner yeah. in, in all aspects of life. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Um, that's a really good answer. Um, today, I would tell you normally at this point in the interview, you know, how you could actually um, get in touch with uh, Mr. Bill and Miss Amy. They normally do that in interview podcasts, but Mr. Bill and Miss Amy aren't on social media, and they have a whole philosophy around that too, which we might cover that in a later uh, episode, but really all I can tell you there is, um, just get to know them in person. <laughs> They're great. So, um, well, thank you, Seth. yeah, absolutely. And, um, I did want to say one thing, um, really quick too. I just saw something the other day that said, um, you can't ask people 
who haven't been where you're going for directions because they haven't been where you're going. Very good. Um, and I thought that was a really good thing to keep in mind for this mentoring thing. Mm-hmm. So where I'm going, I'm asking people who are already there for directions. So I really appreciate a lot of the things you guys have said today. Um, some of the highlights have been the 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 wait the one-on-one time that you guys talked about. Um, the standing in each other's shoes that right. that um, I really think that's important. I think more people should do that today. The the being integrated into your spouse's family, I think that's really good. For some reason, I see a lot of people say, you know, it's the whole "I'm going to hate my in-laws" concept. You know, like they're they're always complaining about in-laws and that kind of thing running from. And I don't think it has to be that way. It does not have to be that way. Right? Yeah. So I love that you guys said that, and um, I loved how you guys addressed the 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 help how. I know, I know, uh, fewer people are getting married today because I've studied that. But how you can, you talk, you address the reasons that they might not be doing that, and you you provided them with, you know, once you get to the other side, it doesn't have to be bad. You don't have to be headed for a, a you know a wreck, um, a, a, a massive divorce. You don't. That doesn't have to be for you. <clears throat> You're capable of, you know, building something really strong and healthy with another person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that those topics today and you know as listeners you've probably gotten a lot more um things in here that you've heard mr bill and miss amy say um and i'm glad that you got those too but those are the main ones for me and i really hope you guys have enjoyed um everything we talk about today and i just wanted to thank you mr bill so much for being open to coming on and miss amy thank you so much for providing all you guys came with paper and oh you're welcome (laughs) thank you so much for having us this is a lot of fun it's definitely been a blessing and a privilege to us yeah absolutely and i hope to do more in the future um but for today um we're gonna go ahead and end the podcast and next time i'm not sure what i'll be talking to you guys about yet i might do some more um listener questions or i might do another interview or i might read an article of my choice but um for now we're just gonna go ahead and sign off so thank you for everybody for listening